3: I want to have them answered immediately. Or just want to learn about all things automotive.
1: Hey, how exactly is a pause tractor in on the Plymouth work?
3: It just does. Then you've come to the right place. So start your engines, buckle up, and get ready to ride. Drive Radio starts now on KLZ560 the source. See ya. All right,
4: we are back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Uh, Thank you all for joining us very much. We appreciate it. We are live worldwide vintage autos. As I said a moment ago on uh, Fix-It Radio, we're now into Drive Radio. Ken Rackley with us right now, Tech Automotive. And, uh, by the way, beautiful day. Lots of folks have already been out, come by, said hi. First of all, thanks to all of you that have already come out. We do appreciate that very much. I know the folks here at Worldwide Auto appreciate it as well. Now, we got three more hours. There we go. So there's a lot still yeah, going on. and right. uh, And I know, Ken, because I just saw him walk in, you haven't had a time to walk through the whole thing yet. I have not. We'll yeah, give I, you a break here at some point and let you take your tour. There and we go. Yeah. It is a phenomenal facility.
5: Just what you walk through just in the first – 10 cars, yep. you know, sitting out front and walking through the front doors. That's and we amazing. are kind of in
4: the back of the showroom, so when you pull up, I should have said this during Fix-It Radio, I apologize. When you pull up, you just come through the glass doors, you'll see us, you'll see everything going on. But then you want to walk through the open overhead door that's right next to us and where we're sitting here doing the broadcast from walk back into the warehouse, walk all the way back to the reconditioning area. They've got a big turntable. They take all the pictures of the cars on and so on. So walk through and get a good tour of everything that's here, and it'll give yeah. you a really good idea of if you're buying a car or you know want to buy a car or if you're somebody wanting to get rid of a car, it'll kind of give you an idea of how their process here works, sure. Sure. which is actually, I think, I mean, I don't know how it's done in other parts of the country, but as far as the way we do it here and what they're doing, top notch.
5: Yeah, yeah. Well, and I, I didn't even realize that there was something like this. You know? uh, until
4: we and, started with yeah. them, I did not either. Right. Exactly. I've learned a lot in a year, Ken. Well, and
5: this is so close to my shop. You know, oh, I mean, I mean, awesome. it's, it's yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're so, not very far from here at all, right? Exactly.
4: Now, and by the way, those of you in the metro area, they are really, if you think about it, centrally located. Yeah. So whether you're up in the North Glen, Thornton, even you know Craig Nelson, who it's, was just on with me a moment ago, he's up in the Loveland area. They drove down. You could be down in Castle Rock. Really, this is kind of the middle of yeah. all of what we're talking I about. I
5: mean, yeah, it's the halfway in between I-70 and two, or uh, between I-25 and right. I-225. And right. Yeah. I mean, it's halfway in between on I-70. So easy, easy access.
4: So. Come by, say hi. You're going to enjoy what we've got. They're handing out burritos as we speak, which, by the way, I just had one at the top of the hour. I had to gulf the thing down. But they are Santiago's, Santiago's, oh, yeah. which are like my favorite. Can't I could eat wrong. those things breakfast, lunch, dinner, doesn't matter. Right. They are fabulous. Those are here as well. And Charlie says I need to turn Ken up a little bit, which I just did. Thank you, All Charlie. Right. Maybe I should talk louder. No, it, huh? you're fine. <laughs> I'm just, I'm Mr. Loud. My wife can. <laughs> Attest Attest to that. To that. <laughs> My grandsons are kind of that way as well, so it kind of runs in the family but oh, <laughs> anyways give us a call any questions you've got 303-477-5600 303-477-5600 text line 307-200 Eighty-two twenty-two. A text question just came in. We've got one coming in on the on the phone as well. But Ken, what is the problem with Hemi engines that makes the exhaust manifolds start leaking? They cause a tick, especially when they're cold.
5: Broken studs. Okay. You know, broken studs all the time. And it's not just the Hemis. It's the uh, There's others Chevy's that do too. that as well. Yes. Yeah. The last motors just do the same thing. Right. And I don't know. I mean, they've been making exhaust studs for a long time. What? I mean, they're just bolts basically but they for some reason can't get that right so
4: speaking of, remind me we're going to take a break in a things in a bigger way than we I I should have known it but once it was explained and I saw this video I'm like oh there was an aha moment uh, remind me to talk about that as okay. soon as we come back right now let's talk to Jay up in Adams County Jay you're up go ahead
1: good morning thank you very much good morning before. Jay making the call and I I haven't missed a show in a, over 20 years Way back from the, uh, what was his name, Tom Collins days.
4: Oh, yeah. Well, thank you.
1: (laughs) I'm sorry to bring up that. That's all right. No, thank you. (laughs) Thank you. That was a long time ago,
4: so thank you. That's when it all started, I guess. That's right. Day one. Well, thank you, Jay.
1: My question is, my 22 Ford EcoSport has uh, a reminder when an oil change is due but because we live on a dirt road out in the country, I change it at 4,000 miles, and then it stays on, and, sa- and and I've changed it now the second time at 8,000 miles, and it says oil change required before it used to say oil change uh, soon. And so I just need to know, I don't need to know the electronic part of how it does it. I am sort of curious as to whether it counts engine RPM or time or certain other parameter that I'm not aware of, but I do need to know how to shut it off after I change the oil. Is that a simple question? Sure. Well,
5: kind of, yeah. There's So it uses an algorithm on mm-hmm. those. So your driving conditions, if you're in... You know, sub-zero weather—it's going to decrease that amount faster. If you're full throttle all the time, of course, it's going to decrease that uh, that time interval also. So there's a lot of things that come into effect on that, and it's drive, driving habits, you know, climate, everything along those lines. Um, as for resetting it, we're trying to find that right now. I, I don't think it's usually not all that tough, but you're usually pretty safe with going by that recommendation mm-hmm. on that oil change reminder. But you're
4: but you're, you're 4,000, Mark, as well, if you're, you know, depending upon – so I didn't – I'm sorry, I was answering a text message. How many miles a year do you drive, Jay? I didn't ask that, I don't think.
1: Oh, we drive about uh, uh, 11,000, give or take a 1,000.
4: Okay. okay, so if you're doing every 4,000, you're going to do about 2 plus, not quite – in a year, two in a year, roughly is about what you're going to do. Uh, two and a half, I guess you could say, but you're going to stretch that into the next year, of course. So you're going to be re- basically two oil changes a year, and then do one early the following year based upon your mileage. But I would keep it. I would just keep it at that every four thousand mark. I don't think you're going to hurt your. You're you're not going to hurt yourself in doing that at all.
1: Oh sure, oil and filter is cheaper than. Uh, the oil. Yeah. Yes,
4: it is. Right.
1: Exactly. And so my question is, how can I get the warning? Off my dash, uh, telling how me, to, yeah, how to, yeah, I, how to get I, it reset. I have changed it. Uh, I know I can probably take the battery cables.
5: No, that won't do it either. No, it no, won't. No, oh, you have to. Wow. You have to reset that. And for some reason, I don't it's in any, uh, it,
4: they're not always in your owner's manual either i will tell you this because we're on remote uh, jay we're not in studio it's a little bit different for ken and i right now and i've got multiple screens going so <laughs> even for me to look that up is a little more difficult if okay, you send okay. me an email or a text okay. message okay. either ken or i can get back to you on how it, on what you need to do to reset that yeah
1: yes Yes. Yeah. so on, Ken it, took care of it, our car uh and prompted the decision to buy a new ford <laughs> oh, well. Because the other one was at 300,000, <laughs> and it needed co- uh, converters from California.
5: Uh, and, uh, oh, sure.
1: And uh, he, he uh, gave me some eco- economic logic, and uh, of that I appreciate, and, and he'll start taking care of our our uh, automatic transmission in this uh, EcoSport. Maybe EcoS- they still make juice for it. Who knows? Oh, st- it, sure. It's gas. It's not electric, and, we live in Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly.
5: Well and, and on that Eco Sport, I mean you should you have um, a digital dash on there, right, where you can access like your speed and your odometer and, and it has different menus on there, doesn't it?
1: Uh, I haven't found a way to do it and I have Steering Wheel a, buttons? Three hundred uh, three hundred page owners manual and I've read <laughs> yeah. it twice. Uh, if you look man. at
5: maintenance, or I, I think in the book it should be like under maintenance, Okay. Uh, um, look there. But it's on your steering wheel controls, your left and right and up and down,
1: Yep. On, yep. and then
5: on your center screen. So if you go to your center screen and go, uh, you know, you have to find, um, it, it, there should be a, a prompt in there or a, a message that says oil change reminder or oil change, and it gives a percentage and then it'll it'll kind of prompt you on what buttons to hit, the reset button or the check button or things along those lines on how to reset that. But it takes okay. a little playing around in there and, and things like that. So.
1: And, and you may remember me. I, I'm the guy I do. who volunteers one day a week to yep. help old people do their uh, pull-your-own-parts at a junkyard in the area. And right, so, yep, I do remember you, I was you, there yesterday, <laughs> and, Yep. and I also asked those people, they didn't even know what I was talking about. So thank you very <laughs> much. I'll let you get to your real kind con- of... Uh, no, you're no, fine, Jay. Not no, a no, problem no. Anyway. you
4: are fine. And again, send us a message, and I'll get you that info back on what we need to do yeah. to reset that, Jay. Yeah. And it's no just hurry, I, I right. can
1: push the button on the you- left uh, wing of the steering wheel. And yeah, it goes out, and then you shut it off at the grocery store, it goes back on. <laughs> okay.
4: Well, well, we'll help you get rid of that altogether. Yeah, thank we can you. get that figured thank you out. So Jay, much. thank you. Thank yeah. you. All right, with that, guys, again, uh, text line 307 By the way, thanks for the text messages that we have coming in. Uh, remember, we are live worldwide vintage autos. A lot of folks here already. Burritos from Santiago's right now as well. But just come through and see everything they have how their system works, what all's involved, if you got a vehicle to sell or you're looking to buy a vehicle, there's a lot here for sale as well, so if you're in that world and there's a particular vehicle you'd like to buy, for example, there is a Yanko Camaro replica car, which, by the way, pretty nice car. Um, is it a 10? No, but it's a solid 8. I've looked at this car in person. It's a really nice car, and it's not the price of a 10, so, for example, if you wanted to buy it and make it a 10, there's a great starting point. It's got all of the basics on it. There's There's just a few little things you could do to make it a 10, but honestly, it's a good, solid driver just the way it is. Nothing wrong with that at all. So, again, come down, Worldwide Vintage Autos, Ken Rackley and myself, 4001 Forest Street. We'll be right back, though. Drive Radio, KLZ 560.
6: With everyone wanting more of your money from eggs to gas to taxes, how do you keep more of what you've earned? Call 720-895-0500, Affordable Interest Mortgage, where we can show you how to pay less interest on your home, have access to your equity for 30 years, and be prepared for unexpected expenses or emergencies. The market has changed. You now have more buying authority whether you want to purchase with a rate in the threes on a three two one buy-down or refinance and pay less interest to own your home faster with the Asset Manager Mortgage. Call Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500, where we've been serving Coloradans for over 20 years. Government agencies continue to raise the cost of financing, whether to purchase or refinance. Let us show you how not to pay these increased fees with loan programs designed to pay less interest and put you in control of your equity. If you want to purchase a home with the rates in the threes, or you want to have access to your equity, call Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. In these difficult times, you can still save. 720-895-0500. That's 720-895-0500. And the MLS 298-191, regulated by Dora.
2: Spring means warmer weather. But it also means it's time to protect our pets from warm weather parasites, including fleas and ticks. Hey, this is Scott Watley, and being informed on what our pets need to stay healthy and happy this time of year, as well as all year long, is just one more reason why 20 years ago, our family chose Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center to take care of all of our pets' needs. At Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, the medical staff keeps us up to date on the status of our pets' health during their regular checkups. They also make sure we know how to help our pets stay healthy and remain healthy all throughout the year. With the arrival of spring, we know it's time to protect our dog, Gracie, from the fleas and ticks just waiting outside to hitch a ride on our sweet girl. And since we know that fleas and ticks can cause many problems for pets and for humans, making sure our pets are protected with a safe, effective flea and tick preventative is an important part of their care. Why not have Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center care for your special companion? It's the place where our pets go. Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center can be reached at 303-708-8050. That's 303-708-8050. And you can also visit them online and read their latest blogs at LoneTreeVet.com.
7: Here are the three C's of high performance in less than 60 seconds. Your engine piston rings must have good compression, which makes good combustion, which saves cash at the pump but you lose compression when piston rings clog with carbon today's engines use low tension rings which clog much easier which lowers compression combustion and the amount of cash in your pocket with higher fuel cost and expensive repairs this problem can be fixed as fast as your next oil change the best service shops use a bg product that cleans the engine and accomplishes the three c's in just 15 minutes it has three letters e
4: Have you planned well enough to be able to do the things you love when that time comes? When will you take Social Security? Have you thought about health care during your retirement days? Will you stay in your current home or move to another part of the country or world? These are all questions Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial will ask you. The only way Al can help you with your financial future is to know what your future goals are. You don't want to be that person that tries to retire only to find themselves back at work because there wasn't enough money to handle all the expenses. Al will stress test your current plan, if you have one, and show what needs to be changed to make sure you achieve your financial goals. Al doesn't just help you with your financial goals either. He'll help you achieve your personal goals as well. That's Al's goal for all of his clients. He wants you to be financially free so you can achieve the things you've always wanted to do. Call Al Smith today at 303-744-1128 or visit our website drive-radio.com. All right, we are back. Drive Radio KLZ 560, again, at Worldwide Vintage Autos, 4001 Forest Street. We're literally about a block or so south of I-70, Colorado Boulevard, Dahlia area. You can take either exit and get here. You just jog around the industrial area that we're in. And, yes, we are in an industrial area because this is a very large warehouse where the cars that you want to buy are stored. So those of you looking to sell a car, the way this works is they, they have a conversation, They'll look at the car. There's an appraisal that's done to determine here's what the value of that car may be. Here's what we feel like we can market it and do. Or hey, there's a few little things on it that we need to maybe recondition. They've got a reconditioning shop here as well where they detail the car and fix a few things. They don't, they don't restore the car. That's not, I don't want to give you know, the wrong impression. This is not a restoration facility. They take an existing car that maybe on a scale of one to tens, a five or a six. And they will spruce that car up and make it a six or a seven. And in doing so, bring a little more value to the car. You guys decide, you know, because it's consignment. So you decide kind of on the front side, what do we want to get out of the vehicle? They have a fee, of course, that they need to get paid to do all of this. And it ranges from car to car. So you just discuss that with them. But let me tell you what, you'll still net at the end of the day. Far more money than you are now because right now it's collecting dust. Yeah, right. So when it's all said and done, they will handle the whole thing for you one fell swoop. And the reason, again, it's in a warehouse area is because all the cars that they then go to sell, they're not going to get hail damage. They're not outside in the wind. They're not outside in the snow. They're all inside. So once you give them the car, rest assured, it's not going anywhere and it's not going to be damaged. And people can come and look at that car inside. And, of course, they do all the marketing around that car as well, Mark and Black Forest hang tight, I want to talk to you in a moment. Before I do that, though, I, s- I told Ken a moment ago that I learned something this last week, kind of had an aha moment. And I just happened to stumble across a video from one of the heads of Ford, I think the head of Ford. And there's been a lot of conversation around new cars and the reason why used car prices have you know kind of stayed up and, and uh, new car prices, of course, are up is because of the chip shortage. Well, here's what I learned, and I should have known this. We all should have actually can. Mm-hmm. Ford, GM, Toyota, everybody except for Tesla does not write any of their software programs for the chips that they are buying that go into those vehicles. They're all done on an RFP, so a request for proposal. They tell them what the specs are that they want, and the company then tells them here's what the chip will cost you, and it will come loaded, ready to go for whatever that that component is you're trying to control. Could be body control module, could be the heater, could be the seat even. And what I learned from listening to this Ford video was – The manufacturers themselves have never programmed or written programs for any of those chips. So now that they're trying to bring some of these things back online internally, they're having to literally sit down from scratch and write everything involved. So it's not just the chip itself and having to bring those back inside internally. It's everything involved in the writing of the code on that particular chip that by the way, the way it was explained in this video, in this case Ford, Ford does not have the proprietary info on that chip, the code, even that it, the language, even that it may be written in the computer language, I mean, not like yeah. Japanese or English, but you know, the computer code it's written in. They don't even have access to that, so they have no idea how that unit is even programmed. So they're literally having to go backwards in time, if you would. Which to me was a big mistake initially. They should have probably done all of this on the front side. But again, the way they explained it was, listen, if we can save X amount of money. Per chip, not having this investment in programming and manufacturing and so on, of course, that's what we're going to do. If we can save money, he said it this way, if we can save money per quid, whatever that means internally, you know, per product, I guess you could say, if we can save money, then of course that's what we're going to do. Well, what happened through all of this though is they got way behind because of the chip shortage and even some of the things I just talked about, yeah. they got way behind. So a lot of the manufacturers are trying to bring that internally now, but I'm not joking you with you guys on this one. I would guess, he didn't say this in the video, but I could see this being a minimum of a two- to three-year process of them even getting a majority, not all, but a majority of those chips on these vehicles. There are thousands on any new vehicle made today. Not hundreds, folks. There's thousands of chips on every single vehicle. Think about having to write code for every single chip to bring those back internal. And, again, the only one doing that on a vertical, that's what they call it, the vertical method is Tesla. Because they started out Because they started out that way. Yep. They do everything yep. themselves. The only yeah. company doing all those chips and all the programming themselves yeah. is Tesla. Well,
5: and then once you get all those chips programmed, networking them, getting Correct. all the, all the necessary. It's a whole other yeah. ballgame.
4: Exactly. That's right. Yeah. So just I should have known that before as to why are we seeing such a delay in some of these things. Yeah. Once I saw that, I'm like, ah. Makes more sense It Makes yeah. a lot yeah. of sense know. now as to why things are the way they are. So even yeah. bringing those internal, it's going to take them some time to do so. Mark in Black Forest, you're next. Hey, John.
8: Hey, Mark. Uh, Before I I ask my question, I thought I'd uh, uh, add to what you were saying about those chips. Um, It's kind of a similar similar thing in the satellite business. Um, Your source code is really the crown jewel of Mm -hmm. your uh, company, and you never want to outsource that. And yeah. um, these these car companies really blew it by outsourcing their source code.
4: Agree, agree. Um, yeah, they. they well, and I think they now, Mark, know that. But now they're caught between a rock and a hard spot. Right. You, you're again. You're, and you would know this even better than I. I said two to three years minimum. It could be five, Mark. I have no idea. Yeah. Because they're yeah. having to redevelop everything.
8: I mean, imagine again. if Ford or one of the other ones, you know, did vertical from the get go. Um, they oh, they'd be way ahead of everybody. In, uh, in,
4: the, yeah. in the catbird seat, you know, right yep. now. That's yeah. right. Yep. Mm-hmm. Great point. Anyways, uh, I, I, I should have known all of that, Mark, even from just knowing, you know, what I know about that, even, even – the other industries that you're talking about, I should have correlated those things together, but it never dawned on me that it's not just the chip itself that's short. It's even all of the programming going into that and trying to find another maker for said chip isn't going to happen because to your point, Mark, they don't have the source code.
8: Mm-hmm. Yeah. In my uh, in my experience, it's these, uh, these young um, people with uh, MBAs, MBA degrees, they get into these yeah. companies and – and they, uh, they change things around, and, and they outsource everything, and yep they decide, decide as a company they're going to be a prime integrator
4: instead yep. of
8: doing everything
4: in-house, and they just That's right. keep themselves in us That's right. No, great point. Thank you for that, Mark, as well. That even explains yeah. it even further, so thank you for that.
8: My question is, I got um, it's actually my wife's vehicle, so 2002 Chevy Tahoe, okay. and um, we've, we've had a problem with kind of a parasitic um drain on the battery um and i've traced it to the seat heater on the driver's side okay and um it's what i don't understand is you know it when you turn the car off it's still the heater is still on okay and uh that just makes no sense to me um because you think if it was the switch... It should be shutting it off.
4: Yeah, it should automatically yeah. shut that power source off for the heater itself, yeah. yes. Yeah,
5: it could be a stuck relay or something like yeah, that. Yeah, because it it's, should be um, shutting off, Mark. Yeah, yeah that should shut the off. Relay? That should
4: lose ignition
5: power. Right. But if if that relay sticks, okay. uh, and I can't remember if the body control... If it's in the body control or if it's grounding the relay in the, the fuse box, but I can't remember right offhand, but... Um, yeah, if that relay sticks in the open or in the on position, that's why it'll it'll yep. do it. Yeah, we see that a lot on okay. different vehicles with AC relays and yep. things like that. So that would make sense. Yeah. Oh. So I'll bet okay. you if you have it yeah, on, and you pull that relay, it'll probably go off right. at that point. Okay. And those, those
8: relays are those in the in the fuse box? Are those the bigger?
4: Good luck. Uh, you'll need you, a schematics on that one, right.
5: Mark. You definitely need a diagram. Yeah, going on back that to our one. initial conversation, okay, yeah. you right, being
4: right. what you are, just go trace that out. and You'll find it yeah. that way. Yeah.
5: If, okay. if you do a search on, do uh, a wiring C- diagram of yeah, it, you'll find exactly.
4: it exactly. Yep. And it,
9: it, it's okay.
5: probably the one under the hood, but I I'm not going to guarantee that. And then there's probably one on each side of the dash. There, Exactly. On one, so. Exactly. And it could be a small one. Could I be did, a big one. <laughs> uh,
8: did I? Did I? I did some research on and they came across the body. The body control module was referenced um, in yeah. places. Is that a, is that a separate uh, separate yes. unit from? It's, uh, yes, yeah, the it's relaying? a module
5: underneath the dash. But that body control module. So when you hit the button, it tells the body control module to ground to the, turn relay. the relay on. Yeah. Right. So it, I doubt that that's the issue. The module, right, is probably okay. not the issue. Yeah. It's probably the yeah. the
4: relay okay. itself. Even though some of the forums might tell you it is, I I doubt that that's the case. Yeah. Mark. Well, I
5: unplugged the the module. And yeah, it, well, yeah, of course it would, because it's not right.
4: telling anything to happen exactly. at that point. Yeah, so yeah, but I would definitely go to that relay first and right. Yep.
8: Okay. Uh, thanks for that, guys.
4: You bet, All Mark. Right. No, thank, thank you. you. And by the way, great great comment on the chips. In fact, we've got John yeah. from Littleton that'll comment on that as well. John, go ahead, sir.
10: Yeah, thank you. Um, my father bought a used van. It was a fleet van, I believe, it's around a 2015 Chevy cargo van. And when he bought it, uh, it had been the chip had been altered, or the chip to where it had a governor on, where it won't go so, above 70 miles an hour.
4: Some uh, fleet vehicles do that, time,
10: yeah. And he's having a heck of a time trying to reverse that. Is there a way to do that? Because every place that he's gone to to ask about it won't touch it.
5: Hmm. Uh, you'll... possibly. And I don't know. I'd have to talk to our programmer, but possibly just pulling
4: that that whole program, program out
5: and then putting the stock or the factory program
4: back in possibly don't know if that's which can get a little difficult and that's why some don't want to touch it because if you don't have the original programmer quote unquote that was used right. to program that governor in cuz what they do John is they pull a programmer will pull the stock program out it will then load the program back in so now the program that's in is what came out of the programmer, and wherever that programmer is, it has the stock program back in it. So, what you have to find is someone that has a stock program that can be then reloaded over the top of the program that's there now, and not every shop has that ability. I'll just tell you that straight up, John. Right. Go that's right. why some so are not wanting that, to do it, because they don't have that ability. Yeah.
10: So, but you're talking, so that. You have to reprogram that chip because I heard you talking earlier about. No, it's a well, put okay, it that way. So, all right, all right so it, yeah. It's not an external piece of. Software. I mean, yes, there's a
4: chip in the computer internally, but yeah. you're rewriting the program for the main electronic control module of the van itself. Yeah.
10: So that, yeah, so you, you kind of just—that's basically how it is. I mean, well, I mean, it, it sounds like it might be pretty expensive to do. To do, I mean. Just to put the stop, you're to find somebody then, to
4: reprogram that. I don't think I'm far off in this, John. You're probably in the $500 to $1,000 range. Hmm. Okay, I'm not exaggerating. Right yeah. yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's not end of
10: the world for him, but it's
4: like you know, I, I like yeah. to go
10: over 70 sometimes. Ah, uh, no, yeah, I hear right, you. Yeah. No, that was
4: most likely a fleet <laughs> vehicle. That's uh, now yeah. one thing you could possibly do. Is through Carfax even, is go ahead and buy a Carfax on it and try to trace where did the van come from. And if you could figure out what fleet may have had it, make a phone call and hey, you guys had a van with this serial number, you reprogrammed it, blah, blah, blah. Do you have the ability to put the stock program back in? It, all they can say is no. Yeah, right. Or you're not out of oh, yeah,
5: it. Or refer them to the shop. Exactly. That did it or whoever, yeah,
4: yeah. yeah.
10: Yeah. Well, he yeah. He's actually well. He, I mean, he knows where you know. He, he knows people he bought it from. Well, I would do some. A- I from, would but, do some
4: investigative yeah. work on that. Do some yeah. asking. Yeah. Exactly. Can't hurt. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah.
10: I get can't
4: hurt to ask, like you said. So. Yeah. No. Yeah. Worst case scenario, they say no, and you're back to square one. But at least you asked. Yeah. Yeah.
10: yeah. Well, very good. Thanks, for
4: this. Thank you, John. No, appreciate yeah, that very question. much. And uh, all right, Worldwide Autos. we're here live doing the broadcast. Come by, say hi. We've got some goodies. My wife will help you with that. They've got Santiago Burritos out front. Myself, Ken Rackley, are here. 4001 Forest Street in Denver. We're just off of I-70, really that Colorado Boulevard uh, area in, in Dahlia, I should say. So just come by, say hi. Question of the day, which I didn't throw out yet, but I should have. But given where we're at today... Question of the day, classic car you wish you owned or maybe did at one time and wish you had it back. 303-477-5600, Drive Radio, KLZ 560.
7: It will protect your engine and your pocketbook. Find a shop now. Go to btfindashop.com.
3: Summer is time for graduations, road trips, and car problems. You can rest easy because AAA-certified Extreme Auto Repair offers free pre-trip vehicle inspections for you and your family's safety. During the spring and summer when temps fluctuate, the parts on your car expand and retract making them lose grip on the parts to which they connect. This can mean that your vehicle may run fine on your way out of town, but you could be in big trouble down the road. Batteries lose charge in extreme hot or cold temps. Brakes can lose grip under the increased strain. Fluids can get backed up or coagulate. Belts, hoses, and the cooling system need inspected. Any number of other things could go wrong. Extreme Auto's ASE Certified Master Mechanics will advise you on anything that they see that looks questionable and recommend fixes to you with no pressure or obligation to fix the problem there. An appointment is needed for the inspection, so head over to klzradio.com extreme or call them at 303-841-1071 to schedule yours today.
11: GIA will make sure your vehicle is insured up to a stated value to protect your investment. Get the right insurance from GIA. Call 303-423-0162.
4: Have you ever thought about owning a classic car, hot rod, older truck, or an out-of-the-norm vehicle? Worldwide, Vintage Autos is the place to go for all your vintage car and truck needs. With over 80,000 square feet, All right, we are back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us today again. We are live at Worldwide Vintage Autos. And if you haven't been out to this facility, you need to be. Even if you're not into old cars, it's still a fun event and a lot of, a lot of things going on. And those of you that are into them, you'll really enjoy it. And if you're interested in buying a car, selling a car, Either way, we can accommodate you. We've got lots of sales staff and folks running around that will assist you. Somebody even came by earlier and said, hey, we're thinking about selling a car. What do I need to do? So I directed them on where to go and who to talk to. But, yeah, even if you're somebody thinking of selling something. uh, And, again, my my definition of what will they sell, anything a regular dealer wouldn't take is probably the way I should say that. Because, as I said earlier, there's actually, you can see it from here, there's a white Mitsubishi Montero in that first row right there that's really, really clean, that is not necessarily a vintage car, but it's a car that most dealers are not going to want to deal with right? because it's just not that type of a mainstream car now. So that's a car that they've got here on consignment for sale. So again... It doesn't have to be what you think of a you know nineteen forty Ford or nineteen seventy Chevelle or a whatever. Right. No, it, it could be something along those lines that you want to sell. That's not something you're going to go to a dealer and get handled. You could do that here at Worldwide Vintage Autos. Joseph in Aurora is next. Go ahead, Joseph.
10: Hey John, good morning. Good morning. Hello. I bought a Audi six just other day. Same premium gas. Can I go mid grade on that or no?
4: No. No, that's probably. Okay. I'm guessing that's a turbo car. And any, in my opinion, I don't care what it is. Any turbo car, any high performance car, premium only. Yep.
10: All right. Right, thanks. You. You. You're very yeah. welcome,
4: Joseph. No, I yeah. appreciate it. And, Ken, explain why I just said that.
5: Well, you know, it, with the turbo, you're getting a lot more boost. You're, you're I mean, you're
4: getting you boost. Getting <laughs> boost. Yeah, 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 you're exactly. adding air that we don't have at this elevation.
5: Right, exactly. And that engine will just run better because it's able to advance the timing more. It's able to just get more
4: power at, at less throttle. And you may yeah. find that your fuel economy is actually Better with the premium, so you're paying more per gallon, but your miles per gallon improve. So in the end, you're really not spending much more money than you would buying mid grade or low grade.
5: And it's you know, and the the engines actually able to operate at the higher power, and so you're in much better shape with that. It's less likely to have a ping or something like that. Any detonation, anything. Right. Yep. And the computer compensates for that, but. If it's low grade enough it won't fuel, win. it can't yeah. compensate that low. And,
4: yeah. and thank you for even saying low grade. I mean, when I say premium, premium top tier fuel right. only, that's yeah. not premium at King Supers. <laughs> that's premium top tier yeah. fuel because yeah. premium at King Supers does not have the same ad packs that top tier fuel does at all of the other top tier. Top tier stations, including Costco, which is top tier. So, if you want to save money, get a Costco membership and get your gas there, get your premium there. Do not buy premium gas. I'm sorry, King Supers. I would not buy your premium fuel for any vehicle I own. If you want to buy diesel there, knock your socks off. But I would not buy gas at King Supers. Anytime you see at the pump the ability for you to buy an ad pack. Which is what they do at the King Supers pumps. Sure. That there tells you it doesn't have the right ad pack in the first place. I'm sorry, folks. Yeah, that's, that's exactly how yeah. it works. Yeah. So do not go down that path.
5: And, and if you look
4: up top tier, it'll tell gas you where the stations, stations it'll are. Tell you what they are. That's yeah, right. TopTierGas.com. Top-tier yeah. Yep. Exactly. Carolyn, you're next.
0: Hello. You know you. Hello, Carolyn. Good morning. You know I was thinking back when you were saying what car that you own that you wish you never got rid of. Yes. Oh, God. I had a 1955 Porsche Speedster with a super engine in and sold it and moved to denver from massachusetts i'm so sorry i ever got rid of that
4: (laughs) yeah and that car's worth a fortune today as you know Uh oh
0: god i know yeah yeah don't don't look them
4: up because you'll cry yeah right oh no no no
12: no No, but that that was a car i loved that car
4: nice Yep.
12: Yep. nice carolyn
4: thank you thank you for that that's that's awesome um Let's see. We've got, I normally would take a break right now, but I've got a call I think we should take. Marianne is up next in Wyoming. Go ahead, Marianne.
12: (laughs) Okay, thanks so much, John. I wish I was there for one of those burritos. Anyway, about three weeks ago, I got back from the trip. Okay, so I brought my, opened up my house, brought my dogs in, and what I did is I put my cell phone and I took that little instrument that starts your car, right, Mm -hmm. a little bomber, whatever it is, in my house. So then I went back to my car, and was going to put it in the garage because it was stormy. And I didn't have that instrument with me, and I tried to start that car. It locked me in.
4: Ah. Oh, huh. Yeah, I would see that. The security system kicked in. in. Yeah, the security so system kicked I, in.
12: And you know what? I, I didn't buy it new. It's about three or four years old. Okay. So nobody had even mentioned that, so... I am <laughs> in my car. I can't get out. So I live in a quiet neighborhood in Wheaton, Wyoming. So I started honking the horn. Yeah. That's all I had. Huh. And thank God my next door neighbor, who is a young man in his 40s and raising his kids and all this other stuff, he heard that and he knew, for whatever level he was at, that someone needed help. So within five minutes, he came real slowly to my car, and I told him, you know, that was, my dogs are inside. They'll be fine with him. but I need you to lock my car. I hadn't <laughs> a clue.
4: Would it not let you do the door
12: locks manually? No.
4: Huh. Weird. I have never,
12: never heard of that. Yeah, me either. Wow. That was just plain spooky. Now, if I was up in the mountains or if I was somewhere where, you know, loud right. noise and, you know, but I'll tell you what, I i certainly have learned to keep that in my pocket at yeah, all Yeah, right.
4: Ne- that's the new one on me, Marianne. Thanks for sharing that because, yeah, I, that's, I've never had that happen, but I've always had the key fob. Right. Yep. Yeah. Thanks, John. Thanks, John. No, thank you, uh, Marianne. I appreciate that. I, I, I did not th- know they would do that, Ken. Uh, me either. Yeah. So no, yeah, you went on I've me. Never heard of that. Yeah. All right. Again, we're at we're live worldwide. Vintage Autos over in Denver. It's four thousand one Forest Street. A lot of folks have already come by. We've been shaking hands and saying hi to people and so on. And I appreciate each and every one of you coming by. So uh, again, whether you're in the market to buy a car. Or even sell a car you may have, or you just want to know how the process works and see the facility. Swing by, say hi. We'll feed you. You can have a lot of fun while you're here, and most of all, stop by here and say hi. You'll see. You'll see where we're at as soon as you walk in the door. You can't miss Ken and I. We'll be right back. Drive Radio KLZ 560. Your roof is one of the most important parts of your home and yet is one of the most neglected. We all tend to think it'll last forever without any maintenance or repairs until a hail or windstorm comes around and does damage to your roof. The problem with that mentality is it's wrong. Do you know that RoofMax is a product that can rejuvenate your roof and give you up to 5 to 7 years of additional life? Do you know that the application can be done more than once so that the life of your roof can be extended for up to 15 years?
9: That's
4: 303-662-0789. All right, we are back. Worldwide vintage autos. Drive radio. Myself, Ken Rackley, Toon Tech Automotive with me as well. Larry just reminded me as well that even though you shouldn't buy your fuel at King Supers, you can use your King Supers points typically at one of their local uh, you know, surrounding uses. It doesn't have to be near, but most of the time it's near the King Supers. You can use your points at the local Shell station, which again is now top tier. So don't think that you're going to lose out on your points because yes, you have the ability to actually uh, use those points at, at the uh, at the local Shell station. So Larry, thank you very much for that. I appreciate that. Also, Larry said there's a recall on some Mavericks escapes. And Corsairs for some possible fire issues. I have not looked that one up, but at some point here I I will do my best to. But if you own a Maverick Escape or Corsair, you're liable to be getting something in the mail as far as a, a recall goes. Now, one thing when it comes to recalls, there's always a little bit of confusion on recalls. Your local shop, like Ken, cannot perform the recall. All recalls have got to be done by the manufacturer, even if Ken can fix the car. Which you can in most cases. It'll never go off of the recall list, right? If you're not the dealer themselves, that's why you have to have the recall. And it's free of charge. Right. There's no fee associated with a recall at all. By law, they have to fix that vehicle, and you'll get notified of that. And that's, by the way, it doesn't matter if it's new or used. A recall's a recall's a recall. Is a recall. Right. Makes no difference. The only time. And this is where it's a little gray that I think recalls can get a little shaky, is salvage titled vehicles.
5: Yeah. Those,
4: in a lot of cases, will go into the manufacturer's websites, or not websites, into their network, let me say it correctly. And that car's black flagged. Yeah. There's so. no warranty, no nothing on that car. That's the other reason why I'm not a fan at all of buying Salvage title cars because typically, even in those cases, you're not going to get those things performed for free because that car has been totaled, and as far as the manufacturer is concerned, it's done. Yeah,
5: they will do the repair. You just pay for it. That's right. You're, but yeah. you're not going to
4: get it for yeah. free. Right. So yeah. that's my other yeah. issue when it comes to when it comes to uh, salvage title vehicles. One, they're hard to insure, if not impossible in some cases. If you can do it at all, sometimes it's liability only. B, you have no idea what was done to bring the car back to speed, and I've had... I've had people say, well, the State Patrol checked it out, and it checked out good. No, State Patrol checked its safety things. Does the horn what? work? Do the turn signals work? Does it have rear-view mirrors and so on? That's all State patrols looking at. They yeah. don't have the they, foggiest idea what's going on under the vehicle. They don't check the brakes. They don't check
5: nope. any frame. They don't check nope. anything underneath the vehicle. All, it, all they're doing is that thing could like be
4: bondoed up from one end to the other, right. and they frame, don't care.
5: Frame bolted together with some They are not looking at any of that. And,
4: yeah, they're exactly. not even going as far as. Putting a mirror, crawling under the vehicle to see yeah. what it looks like underneath. There's no safety check about that. It's nope. just uh, just the lights, minimum wipers, horn, mirrors, and so on. That's yeah, all exactly. they're looking at. Yep. Does it have the? Is the windshield not cracked? Does it have yeah. a rearview mirror on the left-hand side? Does it right. have one in the center? Uh, do the lights all work? Headlights, high beams, low beams, turn signals, brake lights, backup lights, tail lights, etc. Is all that good? Yeah. If if it is, which it, it, they'll they'll pass it. Yeah. Yeah, what, yeah. It doesn't what, mean that the car is a good car, is my point. Right. Exactly. Just because state patrol puts their stamp of approval on the safety doesn't mean it's a good car on a salvage right. title. Exactly. Okay. And, I, and that's really confusing. Because I get the reason why I want to cover that is I get a lot of messages even during the week outside of the show where people start asking about salvage title vehicles and should I buy them and so on. And folks, my answer always is one word. Three-letter word,
5: run. <laughs> R-U-N,
4: run as fast as you can and go find something else.
5: You know, I mean, if, if yeah, uh, there's.
4: I'm sorry, even what? if it's a budget thing, there are other good cars yeah. that may be a few years older that you can typically buy for the same money as that and not have the risks involved in buying a salvage title right. car. That's exactly. my problem with salvage title cars. Exactly. All right, Paul in Denver's next. Go ahead, Paul.
0: Hey buddy, uh two issues unrelated to each other. One is okay. a product uh that a number of manufacturers are making. One it goes by the name of Dashlinks. And it basically um uh it simulates the presence of Apple CarPlay or uh
2: or Android or, Air Google or, or uh,
0: and, uh, yeah. Yeah, yep. the other uh, uh and it allows you to connect a device Android the Auto image. or CarPlay. Yeah, with an HDMI input yep. directly to your factory screen, which in a sense would allow drivers to watch video on their nice big screens. But it doesn't have like what Tesla was made to do—to disconnect it when um, they're, while, right. they're, while the vehicle is moving. Right. So now I looked up the uh, the legislation in Colorado and in most states, what it says is you can't. Drive while while that's ob- while it's view- being viewed, but it doesn't say you cannot have it in your that is car. Correct. That is correct. Now the fact that it doesn't have that disconnect, other than with Tesla, because they were in mm-hmm. um, conversations with the NHTSA. Uh, TSA, right? Uh, yeah, um, I'm wondering what we can do because the drivers are horrible around here already i don't they are. I, this is just going to be a distraction so they this company and and i'm not pinpointing just this company i just have.
4: uh... Oh, there's others marketing. yeah they're not Yeah, there's there's several that do that paul
0: right they started marketing big time on on all the uh... auto forums for all the different manufacturers okay and, and how wonderful and i started pushing back cuz i post to at least my forum and said, this is crazy, uh, you need to, if you're going to market this, put that disconnect in. Otherwise, it's irresponsible. And their thing is, well, we expect drivers, of course, not to drive. It's while the honor viewing system. The video. Yeah, it's the honor yeah. system, well, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that doesn't work too well, does no, it?
5: No, I agree. So,
0: so uh, we need to lobby the legislators to close that loophole. Somehow, and not a. I think that on a national, product. that's actually
4: should be a national thing. If you ask me, that's one of those where I'm not a big national guy, but I agree with you on that one. That should well, be I agree.
0: Period. And what I yeah. and what I did is to follow up and put in a complaint to the uh, Highway Safety Administration, uh, uh, saying that that they need yep. to coordinate with the manufacturers and and uh, and the state legislators. To, to figure out a way to close that loophole. Yeah. So I'm just making everybody aware of that. All right. And I know one. you got
4: another question, Paul. We're at the top yes. of the hour. We're going to take a quick break. Hang tight. I'm going to put you on hold. We'll get you first when we come back. Tony in Colorado Springs will also take your call as well again. Don't forget, Worldwide Vintage Autos, we're here live until 1 o'clock. Come by, say hi. Lines are open again, 303-477-5600. We can take a text question as well, 307 307- 28222 but we'll be right back. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560.
3: Still haven't had enough? Go to drive-radio.com. Email your questions and comments. Download previous programs and find lots of useful information including your nearest Colorado Select Auto Care Center. That's drive-radio.com. Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers on KLZ. 560.